Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. So, yeah, Kim, Kim, come in here. Um... Here's my mom. The mom's is going to tell you about what you're going to do in the kitchen and your kind of duties. I know you've been waiting a long time for this. So hit it, mom. Through the magic, I'll translate. Through the magic of reality, gays, uh, I will be speaking in an English Southern accent and not an Indian woman with another language because that would be inappropriate. And same. Oh, son, this idiot. We've got to teach her the rules of this house. Whip her into shape. Um, she says uh, she's happy to do it. And um, uh, a couple mm. little things you're going to have to learn. Tell her. And she's happy to do it. Now you have to understand it all, Kimberly. We have rules. A uh, few helpful hints. Mm. You. Mm. Mm-hmm. you will get up early. Barefoot, and you will clean. You will clean like your life depended on it. And if the dishes are left overnight, you will be fed to a cow. Uh, uh, you're gonna get up. Just get up. Um, <laughs> and not that early. Like not five, six, R- reasonable. And uh, you're gonna just you're clean. You're gonna you're gonna clean. You're gonna if there are little dishes in the sink, shouldn't like that. And you're going to so, cook. You're going to cook, Kimberly, for just the two of you, because I'm not eating your shit, and I'm not cooking for you. You just, know what? You, Honey, you get to cook our food. You, <laughs> you only have to cook our food. It's super easy, like a box of mac and cheese, maybe some lentils. Um, super easy. If, uh, if, I'm, I'm, real, I'm, real, I'm rooting for you. If your idiot brother can cook, then this idiot woman can cook too. But I will treat her nice. Uh, she's really happy you're here. (laughs) Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be 
they French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Yeah, the... I think she went through a nice translator every time he, boy, this is something, y'all, he is doing a Billy Flynn, Chicago, the musical style tap dance And now a tap dance. That is a truth. And it is something to see. And it, it realized, now we realize that the wedding, the, which we spent 20 episodes getting to, or 19 <sighs> episodes a lot. getting through. Now their life begins, and this is probably going to be what breaks them. <laughs> that, that, that's the weird part, even that's though true. it's normal. That, that's yeah. the part that would break people. Not um, the extremes, it's just the normal. Di- I mean, <laughs> I... I don't know how I would feel if someone put cow shit on my table and was lighting it where we eat food. That would bother me quite a bit. And I, I would try think, to understand the, well, the cultural um, significance. I <laughs> I know very little about this. Um, but I think that what she's saying is that that there are antimicrobial properties from the dung and the urine that they spray around? Now, I wouldn't want it to smell like cow piss, but the urine, usually, I think urine, urine is usually, um, that's the point of urine. It is uh, what he said, uh, not... That's the point of urine? <laughs> well, it, it doesn't like have bacteria in it. It's, I, she was using it as a disinfectant? Um, I mean, think about it. As much vodka as you drink, if you pee the morning after, you could, you could wipe paint off walls. Uh... It does say, I'm looking at this, um, uh, could cow urine work as a disinfectant? This does says the use of cow dung and urine to, to, to uh, cure COVID-19 in India, a public health concern. Um, so it so, looks like oh. people were using, it's interesting, in Hinduism, the cow dung is used to clean homes uh, and for prayer rituals, they believe it has therapeutic and antiseptic properties. Um, and cure, cure cancer. Um, it also, the Hindu majority of people use cow dung and urine for their wellness and cure illness since ancient times. Um, and last year, urine, urine drinking party in India to cure okay. COVID. Um, it, doesn't look like it worked. <laughs> I don't, don't, don't think it did. Um, yeah. I, look, I'm not dogging the culture, and I get it. I'm just saying that that is, and what moreover is what Kim, the fact that Kimberly is thinking that this family is going to somehow compromise on right? these, that, that now that she lives in, first of all, another family might, but the fact that that they're not they're not going to at all and this mother is just plowing through i mean we've seen what Smith's mother does to jenny so it seems to be kind of like you do it the mother's way or the highway yeah it does seem that there are 
there are things that are um, marketed in uh, Indian uh, through Indian families that are made of cow urine that are used as disinfectants. So and that, that again, that ends much as a, it would be the dung, the smell of it. The smell of it in my house, and that would... You know, I'm surprised to hear you say that, because I grew up with cow manure, smelling it, and it, the smell of it never bothers me. (laughs) It, I, I smelled it. I grew up with it. It wasn't as where we lived, we didn't smell it a lot, but also, I'm just saying, I don't want burning dried cow dung in my (laughs) kitchen. I think that's different than driving... Driving on I don't know what highways in on Highway Pickens. Eleven, smelling, highway 11. yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's different. That actually, just the thought of it makes me a little homesick. <laughs> yeah, burning cow dung doesn't smell good. I think it. I think what happens here is it is it is termed a religious ritual, so that kind of trumps everything. Yeah, um, yeah. and I I understand. I can't believe she didn't see this before. That's the other part of this um, that feels that feels either recreated or it's the same American uh, fish out of water story. Mm-hmm. And I think I could get behind it if she wasn't so unlikable. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, and she's, I guess she's tired because she said she's tired, but they're talking to her and they're saying this, and she's just like. And laying down all these rules. And T-Day does kind of get to some of it. And she just is, I don't know if she's just clueless or if she's still just out of it from two hours of however long she slept. But she's just, "Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that's her. I think that's mm -hmm. her. Yeah. I, I think, I think she was treated like a princess by her dad and stepmother. And everyone, everyone's goes, oh, we need to walk on eggshells with Kimberly. You know, her mom didn't like her. So we all need to be careful. Um, we all need to really wear kid gloves with Kim. I bet and- her friends always buy her lunch. They're like, well, I'll get it. Because <laughs> I talked to my mom today. I feel bad. No, this is, this is toe. Oh, this, this is, is toe. T to the O to the dubba toe. Sorry, I forgot. I'm, I, uh, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen this show because I got my, I got boosted and toosted yesterday. So I'm, I'm just here. I don't, know. I don't know. It's already double virus November. I also have to apologize if you're on the intimate portrait. I'm sorry. I looked like uh, uh, a look an extra fine. from "Look, Let the Right One In" <laughs> because my I look I look very red eyed vampire. You know how vampires will have those like pink right around their eyes, very um, chic and hot. I'm torn because I want to tell you that you look fine, but at the same time, <laughs> that means you don't look like a vampire at all. And I don't want to bust that up. You want to look like a vampire. So, so no, it's just like I've been. We the the winds came in here. The winds came in. Ooh, I seen the wind. Again, I I have no evidence for this song that exists. You've never been able to find it. I haven't. Um, we are doing video because I forgot to do part two of ninety day. I forgot to press the video, so we're doing the video of that. I also got a little bit of tea, or. So I, um, 
I got a facial yesterday, and not the kind you're thinking of. It was from a woman, actually a queer, a queer woman, and her Instagram is called Lesetician. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love it how gay people can come up with puns for their names. Oh, straight I love people her. don't have that. She kind of has the energy, but in a better way. Like she reminds me of Ashley from 90 Day. Like she just her vibe and everything, yeah. but in a little not so scattered. Anyway, so I went and got a facial just to kind of treat myself. And she told me she was asking what I did and stuff. And she said that Shekinah actually is revered in the esthetician community. She is considered what? she is considered like one of the best estheticians in Los Angeles and has like a really flourishing practice or did and they're all she's like all my message boards and things and tiktoks we're all talking like we can't believe that this bitch went on 90 day fiance i it is weird that someone goes on the show these days who is a professional and has a (laughs) reputation like brandon and mary makes sense yeah rob and rob and sophie makes perfect Perfect sense because he's a loser yes You, you can't go anywhere but up (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, you can't go anywhere but up and you can't go to the bathroom because there's not one in your house nope uh that's that's interesting i Um, still don't like her (laughs) also i you brought this up i think on the last toe i don't know if we addressed it but a lot of people talked about it in the comments and said no no poodle you're wrong um that Kirsten and Julio were on last season of Toe. No, they were not, y'all. They uh, were on this season. Sissy Chris like <laughs> dug up the initial thing. She's like, they were on this season. It was just so long ago. It just feels like 88 years. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what I said. Right, the way we live now, this kind of balance of internet comments and everything is on TikTok or everything is something and we're we're deluged with so much uh a month feels like a year simultaneously the same way it feels like a week our sense of time is all out of whack that's why we 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 can't it's just it's just not like how we used to live so accept I'm like- it I'm like Tanisha in House of Villains uh, when Amarosa was talking. I don't know what you just said, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all check out our, our I believe our... Uh, it has dropped already. Our House of Villains by Curious episode has Thank dropped. Thank for Selected. That was fun to watch. Tanisha, you never watched Bad Girls Club, right? No. That's where the term pop off came up. Like, I'm going to pop off. Really? She, she coined oh, that. She was an oh. absolute Tasmanian devil on that show. Wow. Yeah. Talk to Susan Van Heusen about Bad Girls Club. She, oh, watched, okay. she watched the shit out of it. All right. Any <laughs> other uh, any other announcements, Poots? How do uh, we how is your double virus in double virus it's, November? Now I'm left with the cold the or the cough. Of it, and so you'll hear me occasionally. I'll try to go off the mic or mute myself, but if I talk for a long period of time, I will cough occasionally. It's just how things are working. Thank you for thank you for your patience, because I can't take a day off because you know, show falls apart. <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, Anything else? I think that's it. I think we are probably – how many tell-alls do you think we're going to get? Two? Well, if they, if they keep them an hour, there'll be three, I think. 
So I'm thinking we might only have two more episodes. I think so too. I'm thinking we've go. got, we've got, uh, we will, we probably will have a toe next week. Um, even though probably. it's after Thanksgiving. And then the week after Thanksgiving to, if we did three tell-alls, it would take us to the week of the 11th. So who knows? So two or three more episodes. But I don't, remember, we're, they don't have, they're not going to have a show on Christmas Day. Yeah. So they're not, no, but it'll be done by then, I think. Oh. I think if we did two more episodes and three tell-alls, it'll be done by like the 17th, I think. Um, Maybe they'll take a toe break. We do know, y'all, that they're going to be doing, um, well, I don't know, but they will be doing some kind of special content when we're off. That's not regular 90 day because they're on, for once, they can't air 90 day on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve because y'all are busy. That's true. If Christmas Day is Monday and New Year's Day, they might, you know, toe is going to air on New Year's Day. I guarantee you. They did it to us last year. That probably will. Yeah. So Toe is going to end, but I don't think 90 Day will end. But I think Toe is going to be done on New Year's Day. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Mary Mary Payne told us that the- Oh. Do you not remember that? Mary Payne told both of us. I remember that she said Toe is going to go to the end of the year. That's what they told her. New Year's Day is the beginning of the year. Exactly. So I don't think it's going to air on New Year's Day. This is an inane conversation. (laughs) We need to move on. Am I losing my mind or is just my COVID vaccine? Oh, well. Yeah, we need to move on. Um, let's jump in. <sighs> let's jump in. Uh, the episode is called Owing Pains. Owing Pains. That is so funny because, um, you know, we were to talking, tell me why? <laughs> yeah, because we were talking about, I did toe for Mary Payne this week because Amy's going to something about Jamaica, going on vacation, whatever. Um, and goes, went to some island and, um, Kind of like you're going to Europe for three weeks. Two, and I'm so ready. Um, (laughs) I don't feel bad at all. I'm I'm not saying you should. No, I'm not saying. I'm very excited. Um, I'll just be here holding down the fort. Great. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, You're going to Hawaii. That's the first time you said thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to Hawaii for like five days. (laughs) It's mostly for the airline points. All right. Let's talk about Kimberly and TJ. So they're putting things up upstairs. They're decorating their place. She is saging the fuck out of the place. Um, she is. Um, you playing know, with her tarot cards. She is. She said things have been going smoothly. And then we get to that conversation of that where they come downstairs and mom says, now it's time for you to understand. And now uh, the learning begins. So here's <laughs> a deal that I want. So we already talked about all the conversation. We did that part. So they have a conversation, but... I want to ask you, Kimberly then goes up. She acts like everything's fine. But then after the conversation about doing the dishes and cooking and the mom's like, I'll teach you recipes. And they come back up and she says, oh, his family's being really nice. But she comes back up and she basically is like, so you lied to me. So you kept things from me. So do you think that niceness that she was doing downstairs, was that her being naive or was that fake? That's fake. Okay. That's what you think. So – if it is, good move. Good mood, Kimberly. I mean, that's a good way to the good oh, way to can, show that she you're, can be an actor when she needs to. Yes. She just refuses to do it. This 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 girl was in theater. She this was. girl wanted to be an actress. 
Oh, that reminds me of that girl from Lalu I loved. Her and her friend, oh God, that girl. Her and her friend, Tabitha, yeah. uh, lit candles and said, we're, we're going to get to New York and make our Broadway dreams come true. 100%. Didn't happen. Importantly, she could, here. but sadly, she could never belt past a B flat. <laughs> so that was it for her. And then she yeah. said, My voice doesn't match my type. And then that was it for her. So and she just it. took roles like um, the homeless woman in, uh, in A New Brain. And that, she's like, I'm going to be a character actress. I just I called out, I just called out like at least 30% of you guys listening out there. I want to say, well, maybe 30, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what a new brain is, so. New Brain's a great musical by William Finn. Right. I, I, I don't know it. Is it new, old? You know what? There's a lot of musical theater you don't know. I never said I did. Uh, it is, it was written in the 80s. Okay. He's the same guy who wrote Falsettos. I doubt oh. you would have really. I, I, I know I it, but I don't, I don't think though. anyone around you. You had to have people get you into musical theater. You had like you knew the classic stuff, but you had to have people like at who who liked other stuff get you into it. I knew the Falsettos because we did. They sang some songs. Uh, they sang some songs in a pops concert from Falsettos uh, at Ardmore Little Theater with the Jalonas. Yes, but there's gay people in that. A lot of gay people. Well, they didn't do the show. They just did some selected numbers. Like four Jews in a room bitching? <laughs> like, I, is it I Chose Right from that show? No, that's Baby. Oh. <laughs> they did something from Falsettos, but I don't remember what. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> we need to move on. on. We need to move on. Yeah, I don't think you were really, you, you probably weren't introduced to kind of 80s, Edgy Jewish no. queer musical theater. No, it's not. <laughs> so they're talking. Uh, I also want to bring up that uh, they told her not to leave. She's like, "Oh, I don't want to do dishes. Um, dishes are gross. People put their mouths on those." How has Princess survived, y'all? <sighs> That's. That's I'm like. How she has really... the queen of 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 Alabama or wherever she's from survived? She, if she could really read her tarot card, she would have known to keep her mouth shut because, honey, dirty dishes is going to be the least of your cow dung problems. <laughs> so then the mom's like, "Yeah, if you don't want to do dishes, she can sweep." <laughs> and so. And she does say to TJ, she's like, but if I cook, you can do the dishes. And y'all, this is the cultural divide is that he looks, he's not angry, but he looks at he her is. completely shocked, just incredulously. Like, like what? she's just spoken Klingon. Yes. Like, yeah. huh? So, and I bring that up because Kimberly just thinks this is going to be like an American family who's Jewish melding with an American family who's Catholic. It ain't the same, honey. Right. It ain't the same. I think I'm, I'm almost positive, though. He has yes anded a lot of oh, what she said. And he has no I, spine. I think he he has definitely kind of convinced her that she won't have. She even said later on, she's like, you know that part before we got married and you said 
don't worry about all that stuff. And now you're like, you got to do everything. That's not fun. Why didn't you tell me that? And y'all, she does this just ice. She's so calm. She's so cool. Because she realized when she screams and yell, that triggers him. So she's just going to be right. calm and cool. And if she, I think if she keeps this up, she's going to get more of her way. She will, but she's going to get so resentful that Kimberly can't live for long. She needs to oh, act out. We're going to get, I have a feeling we're going to get the screaming that we've seen clips of all season long. I have a feeling that screaming is probably coming within the next one or two episodes. I think like she did a, she did this dumb thing where she's got paint on her face and video or YouTube Worst, same thing where she called out Jenny and Submit. Um, Shut up. God, I don't like her. And she she basically said, no, I am not in India. I don't like India. And I never enjoy my time there. Hi. Well. <laughs> I know. Um, you sound like a party. We wish you the best. I hope that we, works out we, for we, you. We wish you the best. Uh, and then she's saying things like, so Yash is starting to help them set up and making their temple for Ganesha. Oh, Ganesha, whatever, however this you say This was pretty. It. I like that. And so she's like, yeah, I really like understanding about people. I love the culture here. I love India. And, uh, and she's like, she asks uh, his mother to help her learn how to make one of TJ's favorite meals. And that's when we have the cow dung situation. Yes. And Yash says, because our, the, this is, because the cow is our God. So yeah. you're basically, it's okay because it's God shit on the table. And T- y'all, TJ's <laughs> not there. It does feel a little, this felt a little fraudacity to me. It did to me too. TJ left because it, it, it's, y'all, it sounds like they are the twins pranking Vicky in the parent trap. <laughs> like the way they're doing this. <laughs> Just like no, he's her, Kimberly's going to be hitting sticks, trying to like get shit away. He's her emotional support animal. Uh, yeah, and when she's not, when he's not there. Uh, even though Yash was translating, not not, not very well, kindly. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're sprinkling the cow urine, and there's like just a few drops. Like you don't need to pour it. Um, and then she's like, "TJ, your mom just took cow urine and put it right in the same pot." That we're going to eat. So this is where I'm thinking, Kim, maybe button your lip about the cow urine because everyone gets a little urine in their mouth occasionally, right? What? Sometimes I like to support you on things, even if I don't fully agree with you, because I just want to be a supportive friend and business. Everyone gets a little cow urine. Um, Everyone ingests a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna push you out on the diving board by yourself on this one. (laughs) You know when you you've been like you've you've sucked someone's dick and there's a little pee there. No, no. And just I, move on with your life. No, you shake <laughs> that dick and you clean it off with some toilet paper. <laughs> or you tell them to go wash their dick. <laughs> but they've just you're going back for round two and they've just peed a little bit and uh mm. and it just you just move on. I move on like Chicago. Yeah. Anyway, let let us move on. 
So y'all, mom is like, she makes a lot of fuss. Everything's drama. Drama, drama, drama. And at this point, I think the mom is trying to, she is trying to punk her. The mom wants to get a rise out of her because the mother wants her to leave. It, I think she's trying to sabotage the relationship. I don't know point. if she wants her to leave. What she wants to do is break her spirit. She yeah. wants to at least that. I don't know if she wants her son. She's her son. She's just they've just gotten married. So I don't know if she wants her daughter-in-law to leave. She hates her. That's I think that's true. Um, God, I hope Kimberly and TJ never have a child in India. It'll be horrible for her. I'm I'm trying to still figure out what made these two people think they could make a go of it. That's a good question. I I don't know the answer to that. I feel like he is a dreamer in some ways, but in some ways he's a pragmatic person. I think that honestly, now that I know him a little bit better, I bet he really loved her YouTube videos where she's like, I'm positive. I'm just being, because <laughs> he's kind of like that too. You he's thought like, you were getting YouTube, Kim. Well, and I think, because that's how he wants to try to live his life. Because let's be honest, y'all, this mother, it doesn't seem like a pleasant person to live with. I agree with that. And I bet you he is pushing down negativity in his life all the time and just saying, I'm going to be happy. I'm yeah. going, and I bet you he watched her videos and he would be happy and then jack off to them and then cry, <laughs> let himself cry for 30 <laughs> seconds after he came. And then he would have to watch one of her videos again and then go clean up. She's from the Mama Submit School. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sourpuss. Yeah. Sourpussness. True. Uh, let's we talk did, about. I don't think we mentioned on the show. Jen and Rishi did call it quits. They did. Say. They did. So, for some reason, and this Chicken is Jenny weird. Still winning. Uh, I kind of thought he might string her along for I a couple so more years. Yeah. I thought so too. But y'all, I don't know if you've heard this. It is a rumor, complete rumor, that he might be on the show with another ninety dayer. And do you know who it is? No. Crazy OCD Doctor April. <laughs> really from, from from love and paradise oh that's not gonna go well no <laughs> that is not gonna go well at all she they're she both will, clout chasers though so she, she will devour him i agree because jen is a she's an oklahoma she's a nice person i think jen's a good person yeah, i think she's jen a, is good a good person, person. yeah that April's not a good person. April's not a good person, y'all. She is. She would definitely could be on House of Villains, hundred percent. April is an awful person. She's an awful person. Besides, and it's not related to her 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 crippling OCD, which is which is a real thing, and that's something she's having to do with. She's a bad person. In addition to that, <sighs> I agree. Let's talk about Brandan and Mary. Brandary. Um. This storyline took a turn I did not expect it to take. How so? I did not expect the mom to be this great about everything. Not at all. And it, start um, helping things along? Yes. I mean, it's wonderful. It actually made me a little emotional watching it. Oh, I've, I've, <laughs> I have, I've steeled myself to this storyline a long time ago. I feel zero about it. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. let, me, let me tell you why. And this is why I think it's interesting. 
Um, this is whatever happens. There, there is a, there is a Matt Sharp tool that we present these awful pe- people who are awful who have so much trauma and so many, and they're so horrible to one another. And we kind of soft pedal what they're having to go through for a while. And then we realize, and then the, the, the production and the editing, we kind of forget we hated them. It happens mm. sometimes. No, they do it. They, they do that. There's they something to, about yeah. this story that has not softened my heart. I don't know what it is. I still oh, have no. a sense of foreboding. I think it's the fact that they're already pregnant. And also I see online and they're always doing lives. So there's such whores for clout and attention. And it's the only way they're trying to make money. I think they're desperate to make money more than yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Mary is sitting in church. Um, she's still 50-50 on whether she's going to marry Brandan. This is the kind of they got issue. in a fight about money, y'all. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, 
We've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, 
Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. So if she doesn't marry him tomorrow, what happens? Um, She's still pregnant with his baby. He's still staying there. Is she yes. going to th- – th- this is why the stakes don't add up for me because he bought the house. I guess I'm just thinking – I don't know if he bought the house. He gave her the money. Okay. So I don't know if the house is in his name. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. But regardless, their situation probably won't change if she doesn't marry him tomorrow. I just feel like it's artificial stakes. No. Yeah. Sorry to throw cow piss on everyone's <laughs> Brand, Brandan and Mary dreams. Uh, I think, I don't know if it's artificial stakes. It just feels like, um, I do feel like she's in that. I feel like Mary is used to her life being shitty. So it's a little bit of self-sabotaging on her part. I, I I could see her being someone that gets cold feet the day of and all that because she's just used to things ending shitty in her life. I, I totally understand that. She I'm just saying what happens if they don't get married? Who cares? The, the situation's not going to change. No. And because um, I don't think Brand, Brandon doesn't really have a – her home or anything to go right. to. Right. I mean, he could go <laughs> stay with possibly with his mom, but I don't think she the could. The crushing, do it. the crushing reality of this storyline. Two people who are completely unequipped to go through this life without someone, probably an adult, paying for them, taking care of them. I think that's actually what makes me have empathy for them is because. They're both just such young kids and they have no idea of how hard this is. And it does break my, I'm glad the mom is there. It breaks my heart that they, it breaks my heart for anyone. And I know it does for you too. I'm not saying you're not sympathetic to that. I think though, that's why what invests me in this is um, when people have to do things on their own and they don't have anyone for support. I Part of me does, even though she stank face Mary, a part of me does want to root for their happiness. Yeah, but you're still going to be there with Brandan, who looks like a Heaven's Gate cult member. Well, he's still going to be <laughs> stuck playing video games, too. So I, I guess there's just there's something about this storyline that has just at at any moment. I expect I expect uh, this segment to be produced by Harmony Corrine, like the guy who did the movie Kids and Bully. <laughs> Or no, that's Larry Clark. I'm sorry. Like, like this is produced by Larry Clark. <laughs> you don't watch any don't of those movies. No, I don't know who that is. You never watch kids? Oh, my God. No. Chloe Sevigny, in the end, she gets AIDS or HIV. Oh, wow. It's <laughs> 90s? Yeah. Okay. That was when you were in the bunker, so. It was. Yeah. It was when I was in the bunker. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it's true. Um, I'd love to sit down and watch kids with you. You would have so many questions. You would start the movie and then you'd get up and go out of the room and just leave your house and I'd be sitting there an hour going, (laughs) where are you? Just horrified. You would watch it in absolute horror. Horror. (laughs) Um, All right. So mom talks to her and so mom comes in and she's basically, you know, Mary's kind of telling her, she's like, he's always playing games. And mom's like, well, he's always been that way. I'm going to talk to him about that. It's a problem. Um, and mom, basically we find out Mary's like 
I'm worried we don't have a plan for the future. And I thought it was a great conversation that the mom just didn't tell her it's going to be okay. She actually yeah. said, that's what I was worried about. It wasn't about, it wasn't so much about you two. It's that what do y'all have planned to do this? And you both jumped into this. And she said, and Mary even says, you know, I apologize for being so controlling and everything yeah. and, and, and get and affecting you and Brandon's relationship. And mom responds, thank you. You did. That's okay. We were going to kind of move forward. I just was like, this mom is, she is great. She is so, it's the, it's, they're very lucky that she is in that mode of in recovery and she's doing all the steps. She's great. She's great for helping other people's problems when people are, people are in that recovery because you're problem solving constantly and you're, you're doing all this work on yourself. Yeah. It heals Um, you at the same time because so. I guarantee oh. you, though, she has a lot harder problems with her own stuff. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, y'all, she tells Mary, um, uh, th- this, is, this is where I'm thinking. Uh, Mary says, I'm worried that I'll have the baby and he won't help with the finances or anything like that. I think that's valid. I, it is. I guess I'm wondering, he did basically give her all the money for the house. He did. And so I guess I'm wondering, we, we've talked about this before. Brandan is depressed, y'all. He is yeah. definitely 100% clinically depressed. Mm-hmm. That's unarguable. Mm-hmm. If, you've, if you've seen him at all in the Philippines. Mary might be too. We just don't, She never exactly. tells anything, so we don't know. And so it, it's, I understand that that is a valid thing that he needs to be, but none of it... The question is, he can't really, he can work, but is it a question of him just literally just playing playing games and not wanting to help or him not knowing what to do? Because he can't speak probably, the language. I think, but Mary speaks English, but I think it's probably a bit of both. Don't talk about he can't speak the language to work in the store without go, her. Oh, to go, yeah, that's true. Um yeah, I think it's I think it's a bit of both. I think he's just not doing anything and, and not taking initiative. Yeah. Um, and it's gotta be scary for her because she's when she knows when she has a baby, she's not gonna be able to work as well. She's not gonna she's gonna have to take care of the baby. Right. Um I guess I'm just wondering, there's a lot of unanswered questions here, like how they get money to survive. <laughs> it, it's, it's like the mother said, they thought through nothing. They thought yeah. living on love would get them through. And living that is. Living on love, not in no time. <laughs> Who is that? It's like an old fashioned storybook around um, living on love. It's Who is um, that? Alan Jackson. Oh, yeah. I know that because he was in my key. I sang a lot of Alan Jackson at Long Grove Days. A lot of it. Long Grove. I'm, I'm going to regret this. What? What is Long Grove Days? I told you. Long Grove Days was at Sullivan Park. It would be in – because July 4th, we'd have July 4th. But usually – I can't remember if it was before July 4th or after. But we would celebrate the birthday of Long Grove. So <laughs> – it was great. They would have, um, they'd have watermelon seed spitting contest. Uh, they would have a talent show. I'm really um, sorry I asked. I, I, I mean, I don't like to brag. I won it to the talent show too many years. So then after that, they just asked me to MC. So. <laughs> 
Maybe. How about this? Maybe after you win for two years, you don't enter anymore. Well, they kept asking me to enter because people wanted to hear me sing. And then. Uh, I don't think that's then, how a talent show works. Well, then Miss Darty <laughs> said, well, Matt, how about Ms. we just Darty. have you sounded like it was spelled different. But she said, remember, it sounds like party. And she said, why don't you just MC the event and then you can sing a song? I said, that's great. And then this little and then this little child can dance in a dress and lip sync. And it's not as talented as I am, but that's fine. She can win. <laughs> I'm good with it. What was special about the founding of Lone Grove? Well, it was actually Theron Coach, not Theron Price, who was a substitute teacher. His, I think his grandfather founded Lone Grove. I think there was something like, you know, Ardmore used to be a really, as Aunt Peggy and Aunt Darla have said, oh, you know what they called Ardmore years ago, Little Chicago. I think they yeah. told you that. And they, they they did and told me about the organized crime history yes. of Ardmore. Well, come to find out, that Little Chicago rumor is true. People talk about it. Um, uh, we, I, could, I should have brought it up. I was on a podcast with my friend Laura Tremaine um, on her show, and we talked. She's from Ardmore, and we were talking about it. But – Get back to Lone Grove, please. They don't know, but, you know, Caddo Street and all that area was just outlaws, whorehouses. It was right on that train depot, right on the train stop. It was wild and wooly. And apparently uh, something about Theron Price had an unpaid debt. And back then he got out of town. But back then riding a horse – 15 miles west was a long way. Nobody's going to find you out there. And so he would rode out west, saw a lone oak tree, just one of them. And but decided, that's not a grove. Exactly. It should be called lone <laughs> oak. <laughs> your, whole town, your whole town is based on a lie. That that's what we always heard. It could be. But so basically he saw one tree. Went, it's a lone grove. And that's where we got the name. So the founding of the town <laughs> was based on an over, on kind of an oversell. Prices are still there today. They ended up marrying the Dobbies. It was really uh, okay. Uh, a I merger lost brain of, cells of monarchs, families. Hear, hearing that, those the Vanderbilts of they are. Anyway, uh, thank you for you're, that. You're welcome. Side track. Lone Grove, and there was one fucking tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, why they call it Pickens? I have something. Oh, the, after and after Revolutionary War hero Andrew Pickens. That's oh, an easy. Then that's an easy. Full one stop. For y'all. Done. <laughs> Great. That's it. That's it. He was a Union uh, general, right? Revolutionary War. Rev- oh, revolutionary. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, against the Brits. Ah. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if? Every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale. That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, anyway, let's, uh, let's move on. <laughs> You're going to think so, about that tree. They say that, you no, know, I don't even know where the oak tree is. I think it now is by Sonic. That tree is long gone. That's true. They cut it down. <laughs> they oh, put it in for lumber. So, uh, I think Angela, that's her name. Angela says that, that, that this house is called, no, that's the wrong thing. That's, I was thinking that's who's the boss. It would be, Never yeah, mind. who's the boss, yeah. Angela says, something I heard once, don't marry the person you can't, uh, you decide to live with, marry the person you can't live without. She's, she heard the same thing from Trista, of Trista and Ryan, who told Gary on The Golden Bachelor. They did say the same. Do you, do you think that's true, Poodle? Marry the person you can't live without? I don't know. I think I can live without most everybody. <laughs> so I don't know if it really works for me. I kind of um, feel like it's a little codependent way of looking at getting kind married. Of, yeah. I don't love it. I I think I can live without most people. Uh, pretty much everybody I've ever met. <laughs> I, I'll keep going. I'll keep going. You are a cockroach. A cocksucking yes. cockroach. You sure are. Cocksucker. <laughs> Cocksucker roach. Just uh, like Omarosa. Just like Omarosa. Come guzzling cocksucker. Uh, do you know what else I heard? And I don't know. My two friends, my Spencer's mom told me this last night. I went out that to That is the friend, cat, I assume. Yeah, it's my yeah. friend Rachel. And we're with her friend Mads. And they said that fake, because she was wearing some fake eyelids, but some pretty ones. I was like, they're better than those big, big ones. I hate those. And Mads said, well, they're called uh, cumbrellas. And I went, what? She's like, yeah, that's why a lady invented them. And like hundreds of years ago, she invented fake eyelashes so she wouldn't get cum in her eyes. And I went, that's not true. That is a lie. And that they, is a lie. They told me it was true and I believed it. So sissies, come at us. Our, that is not true. I want to know. They invented fake eyelashes because people didn't have big enough eyelashes. Well, they said they saw it on TikTok, so it has to be true. We got to move on. This is just ridiculous. <laughs> Speaking of fake eyelash. Oh, wait. I think, are we done with them? Anything else? Uh, with- at, uh, basically, she Mary says, she said, can you imagine yourself uh, li- living your life and raising the baby without Brandon? And Mary says, no. And then mom agrees to talk to Brandon and tell him to step his pussy up. And uh, and then Angela says, I was, expo- I was expecting more controlling jealousy than before, but... Um, you're going to make a great mom 
And I think you have oh. the potential to make a great. Now this is this is nice. She's like, really thanks sweet. for the advice. And they walk they walk away, and all the fucking creepy religious icon statues are just staring at them. <laughs> <laughs> hey boys, I'm just going to sit here and jerk off while Jesus watches me. Uh, Pull my gecko pud. Eh eh no eh eh. <laughs> Ain't nothing better than a good heartfelt conversation and jerking your gecko dong. Question. Does Gary's <clears throat> dick fall off and grow back? Gavin. 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 Does his dick fall off and grow back? Because don't geckos have tails? Yeah, that you sometimes can you hit it too hard okay. and it falls <laughs> off. It grows back, though. Regenerative parts. <sighs> I think those are salamanders. Oh, salamanders. And lizards. Can you say salamanders gayer? Salamanders. (laughs) Speaking of S's, let's talk about Shekinah, Sarper, Serple, Serkin. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of, lot of S's. A lot of S's. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, Were you surprised that this wasn't filmed? Her, her yes. meeting with them. Yes. I thought I was surprised. And then I realized it means that more crazy shit's about to happen with them. And they took that part out. Really? And, and also I bet Shekinah, I bet Shekinah gives good parent meat. I bet she was really, it was kind of boring. I, I, I would have liked to have seen it because I will say in the edit, <clears throat> because later on, like Shekinah talked to him totally reasonable and but i will say it's not that she's getting a bad edit per se i don't they're focusing so much on sarper they're not really humanizing shekinah at all nope and i think that would have been a great way because i think shekinah probably met his parents and cared about and like enjoyed meeting them but they didn't show it i'm gonna i'm gonna say this for why this is because they're not human quote unquote humanizing her they always, almost always give the American the best edit. Mm-hmm. Almost always. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's enough in her in the moments to create a human. I'll, I'll just, Maybe I'll she's just too say quiet, that. Possibly. I mean, that could be also said because no, she seems very I think sock- it feels fake. I think it feels really mm-hmm. inauthentic. Possibly. I mean, I wonder though with the shyness, because the same kind of feels, I mean, Sophie's getting a much better edit than Rob too. Yeah, I, but I'm thinking. But this is what I'm saying. I don't think the good edit is there. No, I'm agreeing. The material is not Sophie, there for different reasons. I don't think Sophie probably is giving them a lot to. And that's what I'm saying for Shekinah. I think they probably filmed in the moments, and she's like, "And that's what he told me." And then, blah, 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 and it just sounds so Kardashian. They're like, "Well, we can't use that. That's another fake fucking whiny in the moment from her." Whereas Sarper is. Ridiculously, ridiculously honest regardless of what it is and it is i cannot look away <laughs> i'm gonna say this now y'all i need them to stay together he's a fucking star i need them to stay to, i need them to stay together and i need because he's only gonna get over here oh maybe he doesn't want to come over there though he's very close to his family that's true uh y'all they are um he they 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 show a clip of him meeting the of her meeting the, his parents, and 
there then later on he's having lunch with them and he's like yeah she doesn't want to want a kid and the mom's like well i want a grandchild so you better go do something <laughs> better get it mom said i really liked her but i'm gonna need a grandchild i need a grandchild more than vanessa lachey needs babies it's true and even dad <laughs> says just reminder it's her job <laughs> i was like okay so we see a bit of the culture here just a bit Whoa. just a bit uh, and then he's like, and I was thinking about proposing, but uh, I think I've lost the motivation to do that. Um, I wonder if this is, she's moved over there. I wonder if she even wants to get married. Here's why I say that. I guarantee you there's still some type of divorce agreement going on with the husband, the older man who owned the hotels. I wonder if it validate if it invalidates if, if her remarriage invalidates any alimony or divorce. Oh uh, well, he's signing a prenup, but he gives gives her tons of money regardless. Yeah, but I'm wondering if remarriage invalidates. I don't if, think she wants to get married. If anybody knows about that. It's you. I know. I have it's studied <laughs> hours <laughs> and been days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mar- uh, marital law. Very important to know That's all true. of Because when I get married, y'all, I need to make sure all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. <laughs> Contract is ironclad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You actually said, I think it was last episode. I think you said it with them. You actually said you feel like there was a lot of fraudacity on their part. Do you still think that? Do you think this was fraudacity? I, I think she's doing it for clout. If he is, he's a really good actor. I, I feel like I, I kind of agreed with you last week, but now after meeting his parents, I'm like, I think this is just, I don't think so. Yeah, I you, think what do you I agree with you. I don't think he's that good of an actor. I, I, I think he's it's real. I think he he finally his dick touched a magic part in her pussy, and it went ding, and everything got really really bright at one point. And he realized he's forty and saw his mortality in that moment and said, "I need to fall in love with right woman." I think the only reason he wants – I'm going to take that further. I think the only reason he wants to marry her is to have a child. 100%. He he looks at her as, quote, good stock that can carry on his legacy. Totally agree. And she has money. She's married. What, like, the child will be taken care of. Because, y'all, I mean, he's 100% like this guy's not necessarily in a dangerous way yet, hopefully not, but he's a full-on narcissist. Mm -hmm. Like, the way, even when they're talking later, and this guy can't stop talking about the thousands of women he fucked. He he talks about it constantly. Yeah, he needs to, that that is part of his identity. Even later on when he was like, uh, we'll talk about it in a second. But they go to a, they go to the bathhouse, the Turkish bathhouse. No, it's and different I, than and a bathhouse. They let women in those. <laughs> it, I guess it is a bathhouse. They call it a spa, but it is different than um, 
I'm we like, were, wh- where are the sex toys? I was in a lift last night. We were going to dinner and our driver was this kind of mild manner, little white guy, kind of nerdy looking. And we were talking about, we were talking about one of our friends who's a gay guy who's having gay dating drama. And of course, part of the gay dating drama happened at Flex, the gay <laughs> sex spa. Okay. Um, you don't <laughs> take someone you're dating to Flex. <laughs> well... The couple that fists together stays together. I don't know. Anyway, so he's talking about go to flex. And I turned to the driver and I said, apologies. And he looked at me. He's like, oh, I know flex quite well. And Oh, my. <laughs> um, I but think, this is a different spa, yes. I think just, just, just my two cents here, if you're dating, if you're a gay man listening and you're thinking, yeah, we've been together for a little We're dating maybe set some rules before you go to a gay sex spa. Because we're not sex shaming. We're ain't sex no positive. rules there. <laughs> There's not rules there. That is, true. that is true. I know, but I just, I, I feel like maybe if you've been together for a while and you've already established how things are going to go, y'all, this is the trap of all gay men in mono- monogamy. It's, oh, no. it's all, it's all great in theory. And as soon as you go, or I just called ethical monogamy. As soon as, as soon as someone starts to get a little bit resentful of the other, it's all over. It's all over, and you have to you have to literally. It's like one brick comes out and it all falls down. Again, um, life contracts. You <laughs> know what you're talking thinks, about. Every gay thinks they can build the best mousetrap. They all we all have that much hubris. And it's, we're all just like blind squirrels looking for a nut. No one knows what the fuck they're doing. Allegedly, I've heard. Allegedly. Um, so it's beautiful. And they're having a great time. And she's like, oh, it's so nice to relax. And then they sit down and he's like, today was a good day. Uh, my parents really loved you. And my mother is very eager to have grandchild. I want you to reconsider. That's the purpose of life. <laughs> it's just the purpose of life. Yeah, something it's like it's like Sarper's biological clock turned on. It is. Um, it is. And uh and she says, but you know, here's the thing though. Sophie's dad was always off and like I had to raise the child alone. And he's he's like, "You think it would be like that with me that I would do that?" And he said, "Even if we get aparted." <laughs> Apart, he's like, you don't know me. How could you? He goes, carpe diem, carpe diem. You just want to carpe diem and not worry about anything. But don't you, what, what do we do? He also says, is life just for you? All of a sudden, Sarper is having these, like, like just these metaphysical moments of where he's yeah. like, I need to have a child. What well, he has that, and then he follows that up with, besides, what are we gonna do? Live together and then get bored with one another? <laughs> and I went. This is amazing <laughs> television, y'all. <laughs> thank thank whatever thank Ganesha. Thank whatever stars you believe in that we are living now and get to see this live. It's karma. Was like, well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Get bored with each other and then you leave my country. Oh, this is karma for the twenty five hundred. This karma. is karma. And she's like, you know, I don't like it when you talk about all these girls. Oh, and this she, is so good. Of course, she does. So she ends the conversation. She says, 
I'm unsubscribing. And she gets up and walks out of the bath. I think there is, I think I've seen very few people who on, on the show who are less emotionally unavailable than she is. Oh yeah. I, 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 y'all, I think, I think she's already decided. I don't know if, if that's just how she acts on camera or that's just her. I, I don't know. She's, I think it's, she, it's hard for her to, for, for me to figure her out. I think I like, I, I respect what she's been through in her life. And she got through that Amish culture. Like I, I just, I don't know if she kind of fully knows herself because she had to be someone it's in a way, Olivia from Plathville is not going to go this way, but it's the same thing that when you're a woman in that type of culture, you you weren't able to build your own identity at all. Cause it was just, it was force fed to you constantly. And now She's she trying out of it as a teenager. She got, I'm um, just, let me finish. She got, I said, it's different than Olivia. She got out of it, but I think instead it almost reminds the, 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 her look and everything. It's like a man who like, like you see so many gay men get so big and buff because it's this protective shell because they just don't yeah. know who they are on the inside. I get it. But I guess I'm thinking this is 25 years later, honey. I know. Um, I, 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 after hey, a while, childhood trauma will take you out if you don't deal with it. I learned by watching my 70 year old father. I, I, tol- so I totally, I totally agree. Just because she's older doesn't mean it's so long. You know, I totally agree. But it is the kind of thing where you can't, you can reference it, but after a while you have to take ownership for it. You can't mm-hmm. just continue to be a victim of your own trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you have to do the work on it. That's what I'm saying. I think a lot of shitty. I don't know why. I think a lot of gross shit probably happened to Shekinah. I I would agree. I think with you that. said that. I think you said that actually earlier. You feel like there's a she had a rough past. So I think she's like created this shell because I agree with you. I don't think we know who she is, and maybe and that's there's no going back to-, to what we started with. That's why we don't have a lot of things to humanize her because the production doesn't even know who she is. I agree, and I don't think she shows who she is on camera. Yeah. Well, I'm unsubscribing for this about, couple. Let's talk about the worst version of Santa Baby ever. Grandma <laughs> got run over by a reindeer. I hate that song. I know, but it makes me think of a reindeer running over Danielle. <laughs> Miserable bitch. Me. Uh, the thing about it is, y'all, I hate saying this. Every episode humanizes her even more for me, which means it's sadly, funny. I'm like you with Brandy and Mary. I'm like, nope. Oh, you're. <laughs> I'm like, nope. Here, here, here's the thing, y'all. Every episode humanizes her more. We're going to see her. Yeah, she's going to be on the single life. Get ready. Yeah. Um, I think this is definitely the last time we will ever see Johan. Ooh, what um, a piece of shit! But. They're both terrible. Danielle so, Scrooge and Saint Dick, <laughs> as I called them. This gets me excited, y'all, because don't forget, next month, Poodle and I will be doing for our $15 uh, Patreon and Supercast tiers, the video tiers, we will be doing a, a live Christmas special that you yes. can watch on video. So only for that tier. So didn't we give it maybe, maybe I'll, we, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you after the air I don't maybe say we something. gave it to other people on patreon later I don't know we'll figure it out but 
We do it live. live it's definitely live. Yeah. So it's the $15 tier people. We'll do it live. Yeah. Uh, it's been a month since ATM gate. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, I thought our relationship was over, but then he calmed down. He is dressed as Santa and she says it is an elf. God, this is gin. This is genius. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I wanted is him to knock over the Christmas tree at the end. Yeah, I did that too. Yeah. I really, I really needed more, more either like drunk screaming in this. Yeah. It would it felt much more like home for me. I think we're gonna get more of that next episode. Um, so Johan is going to go out as Santa and give gifts to the children. Uh, it's a toy drive that they did online and they raised money and they themselves paid for the shipping costs. And all I could think of is this feels like a scam. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I don't so know too. why. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm that jaded. And I'm yes. Like, this well, feels like a fucking this woman scam. owes seventy thousand dollars in parking tickets and lied to this man of why she was getting married to him. Of course, yeah. it, it and could she be a said scam. it was all Johan's idea. This um, is a generous, I, loving Johan that I fell in love with. Not about his huge dick at all. I can see. I know it's Johan's idea because you've never want to do anything for anybody else. No. <laughs> so uh, they're wrapping Christmas presents and she just says, well, hey, it's January's coming up. I'm going to need rent money. So um, and Johan goes, <laughs> is like, OK, what? Excuse me. Uh, rent. It, he acts like he's never heard the term rent money in his life. It is. It's renta, renta, and at one yeah. point she says, "You know, speaking of generosity, I need rent money." <laughs> and at one point, it's like Scrooge talking to Cratchit when uh, yeah. he's he's uh, he's running late, or that's one piece of coal. I'm gonna dock you for that. And so then, uh, uh, Johan says, um, "I don't have any money." And she says, you said you could pay 75,000 pesos. And I do remember that conversation where she says, how much do you think you could pay? Um, he's like, I don't know, maybe 75,000 for what we do. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, I have so many debts. I've been living the life of a rich man when I'm not. I totally agree with him there. I think that is the life that she wants to live there. He doesn't have money for it. And he really is just thinking at any moment she's going to just finally say, fuck it, I'm going to start paying for everything. Because he thought that's what she was going to do for the – because he even says, you said we're going to have a good life We're going to have a good here. life. What do you expect me to think that? You said that. Yeah. And he took that as that means you would pay. Yeah. And Johan says, I've calculated all the money I spent during this relationship, all to the house, car, blah, 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 and nothing went to me. I didn't even have enough to pay for a, a, can, a, a pair of shorts. The, the last can of who hash. I didn't even get to get, pay for that. He said, and I'm done now, and I'm not paying another dime. <laughs> and her face. Oh, she, y'all. Yeah, and he said, she's like, how did you live before? You know that. He lived. He's like, well, I had a job teaching dancing and personal training at that resort but he can't with work. all the other women but he can't work there because she's jealous so she did y'all they haven't said it but 100% she asked him to quit that she, she made, made him, him quit, quit that, that job and he was living with his parents at the time so he wasn't playing rent so she did put all these expectations and demands and then because it sounds really shitty when he's like 
it sounds shitty when he did say to her, nothing. You give me, you don't give me anything. You give me nothing life. That's not true. But I understand his logic in that yeah. she is paying and giving him these things. But he's created, she's created this rich life for them to live, which he said. But that said, I'm going to backtrack and say he's acting like I didn't want any of this. Yeah. This is what all you wanted. That's bullshit. He wanted some sanky panky shit and he wanted to be taken care of in a nice apartment. He's acting like your typical con. Yeah. Who is done with the con. Again, done with you it. really are an expert on a lot of things this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all have our breaking points. I mean, cons have our break. <laughs> Every con has this breaking point. Um, and, and then Johan says, at no point did I ever say I was going to give you $75,000. I don't have that kind of money. And remember, y'all. Not true. This is but. someone who tried to start his own business. And she basically told him none of the numbers work. Yep. So he, it's not like he hasn't <clears throat> tried to work. Yeah. Then she said, he did say this. You said I get my papers. Um, you didn't, uh, I don't have shit. I don't have anything since I met you. And she's like, I've given you, this is when she goes, I've given you everything. And it gets a little weird like she's bought him. Um, I've given you everything. I paid for your Zumba. I paid for your computadora. Um, you, and you don't even give me a thank you. That was the, that was the part that got me y'all. I, but it's the fact that he sees a relate. He's always seen the relationship as transactional. And honestly, she's seen it that way as well. She acts like that's what that's why I don't have any sympathy for her. She Yeah, I don't either. She, she liked I think, she wanted to get him on the show. She knew he was this gorgeous guy. She wanted to encourage him to do that OnlyFans. She used him to get internet famous to yeah. promote her coaching business. I do think it's cruel the way he talks to her. And that that's inexcusable. He talks very cruelly to her. And um, but this is all of her making. I 100%. And, but I think she he's more aggressive when he speaks to her and mm-hmm. upfront, but she is horribly passive aggressive and emasculate. Remember, don't forget this is the same person who said, You're not my husband, you're my wife. And now you're asking for you're your you're wife. my wife. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. you're my wife. And now in this culture, I want you to pay for everything. Guess what? In Johan's culture, the wife doesn't pay for it, bitch. Yeah. Um they're both anyway. terrible. Let them both burn. Flame on. <laughs> Strike a match. But you know what? I got to say, she's good TV because she's got those oh. good liners, one-liners. I will still never forget. I will refer you out. <laughs> I don't like her. And I, and I respect her. I respect in a weird way. the hell out of her. I gotta she's going to be on Single Life. I feel like Single Life is what's going to be next after Toe. Yeah, um, I we will don't know. say. I will say, I bet in person. I bet she's a different. I bet she's a different breed. I bet she I, is, and I really appreciate she does a lot of like social media stuff for the LGBT community, mm-hmm. and it's a huge ally. So uh, I I deeply appreciate when anyone does that, but also that's okay. People that you know, people She's even still miserable as fuck though. Yeah, I don't. That's the show. Yeah. 
That's the toe. That's the toe, everybody. All right, go to realitygaze.com. Listen to our Bi Curious episode if you're on RG+. If you haven't already, that's at the $5 tier. If you wanted to listen to this with no commercials, you could at the $8 tier. That's the whole enchilada. That's available on uh, Patreon, on Supercast. And it's also available, um, if you're especially if you're tech-inclined, it's available on Apple subscriptions in the Apple Podcast app. So... Mm-hmm. There you go, queens. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, poodle? Yes. And if your uh, if your Santa dick grew eight sizes <sighs> that day, <laughs> that's well done. That's well done. <laughs> And your Grinch heart grew tinier and tinier and tinier. You can call us. Call us. 